This is the John Oakley Show podcast. What do you do, you know, when you pay that much for a ticket? Uh, there is no forgiveness. There's no reimbursement. I mean, after all, it's uh, not the Chase Bank that's operating this tournament after all. And to that point, I wanted to uh, bring in our friend Wolfgang Klein. You can hear him here on Saturday mornings on Global News Radio. It's uh, called Hi-Fi Radio with Wolfgang Klein. He's also the Vice President and Portfolio Manager with Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management. Wolfgang the Wolf of Bay Street. How are you doing this afternoon? Carpe diem. Yeah, carpe diem, as opposed to, uh, what is it, uh, carpe per diem, seize the check. Well, yeah, you're like, buyer beware, <laughs> I guess, uh, a 19-minute buyer. You know, kudos to the Canadian for winning it. I'm delighted for her. I think it's great. Uh, 19 minutes, $500. <laughs> Ooh, tough pill to swallow. Uh, but hey, I guess uh, you know. Thanks for bringing me on the show. The uh, the Chase story. Uh, if you had yourself a uh, credit card uh, debit balance and you owed Chase money here in Canada, <laughs> forgiveness has been given. That, that's that's unbelievable. Well, that's. I'm kind of curious how that would work because a lot of people are saying, why don't they just uh, sell the debt to a debt collector and they'd still get some proceeds? You know, like maybe five or ten cents on the dollar would have been more. Because uh, I don't know what the total was, but there were a lot of people cited in various media articles that uh, they were breathing a sigh of relief and wiping little beetles of sweat off the brow because they'd rung up 7500 some student debt. Uh, students were crowing about how they caught a break here. Uh, any idea what the collective uh, debt would have been here? Yeah, no, I haven't done enough homework on that uh, front. Look, I own the J.P. Morgan stock. Uh, the stock was down in sympathy with the market today, but not on this story per se. So, uh, you know, look, Consumer debt should not be. It it should be forbidden. So we'll start with that. 58% of Canadians are responsible with consumer debt. They get their credit card bill, John, Mm. and they pay it in its entirety. So so this is speaking to the 42% who uh, are delinquent with their credit card debt. And uh, I really hope that they learned a lesson from this. And with the clean slate that they have been given from the credit gods, um, please do not make the same mistake and go back into consumer debt. Well, they caught a break, and these are the cards that uh, were actually issued by Chase. Uh, Amazon.ca rewards Visa, and Marriott rewards Premier Visa. So, I mean, rather specific. Amazon, a lot of people purchasing with that credit card. 19.9% interest rate on the card. Yeah, oh, larceny. Absolutely. My friend, interest rates are going below zero, 19%. Absolute larceny. But, you know, ironically, I spoke with a mortgage broker who was in my office, so... For new Canadians coming to Canada, they have challenges getting mortgages, so they have to resort to other lenders who are willing to lend them money with a uh, lack of a credit history. And they spoke about, uh, I asked them about usury rates in Canada. And and to be considered usury, I think the number is well over 50%. So uh, 19% flies well below that radar. Uh, And I I find it absolutely uh, astounding that the consumers are willing to pay. I can't make them 19% in the equity market. So good golly, in this low interest rate environment, my friends out there, don't take on consumer debt. One type of debt only, and that is mortgage debt, and that you must work to zero as well as your forefathers did. And that's why they have assets, and, well, we continue to be challenged. Well, let me just ask you as an aside, because I hear this often. People are saying with the interest rates as low as they are, and even going lower, it's projected. 
than they would borrow and uh, the spread that they would get on a return on investment, you know, maybe five, six, seven percent before tax is still going to be higher than what you would pay to service that debt. So why not do that? You know, it's funny, John, I'm telling you, it's a great day for talk radio, first of all. Yes, sir. No, it's incredible you say that to me because a fellow in my office said, well, I should go to the, I said to him, I said, Freddie, I, I, I just looked at the, 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 the rate, the, the yield on, on debt. And we all speak about the U.S. Treasury. It's all about the U.S. yield curve, the U.S., the U.S. I took a look at the Canadian 30-year government bond. John Oakley, it pays you less than 1.5% to lend the Bank of Canada, to lend the Canadian government money for a 30-year period, a 1.5% return. It's unbelievable. So uh, he said, Wolfie, I should, I should just walk to the bank borrow a million dollars, buy the Royal Bank stock, which pays me a 4% dividend, and the Royal has never cut its dividend to the best of my knowledge in the last 50, 60 years, the dividend will more than cover the interest payment on that. Right. Right. It's called a positive carry. Right. So, again, I wouldn't advise anyone to do such a thing. However, it does speak to where the market is going. There's a lot of naysayers out there saying we're heading into a global recession. We don't go into a recession when money is available. John Oakley and Wolfgang Klein and most listeners out there don't have a lot of difficulty borrowing money. And when you can borrow money, it remains game on for the economy. So the little volatility that we're witnessing right here in the marketplace, uh, do not despair. We believe it continues to uh, rally higher. These low interest rates will only spur all asset classes from rising, which means stocks, bonds, and, and, and homes. Well, all right. So I get back to my original point or premise that if people do uh, even leverage the equity in their homes to borrow and then invest uh, where the interest is tax deductible, but you're also getting bigger money uh, returned on spread, you're ahead of the game, are you not? You are. I, again, I just um, I'm not a, I'm a very conservative man when it comes to money, personal finance, buy a house pay for it. Your biggest expense is the government taxes, so make sure you take advantage of any tax shelter available to you. Uh, RSP first, government grant through an RESP, excess cash when your house is paid for, TFSA. Do you need to take on leverage? No. What Canadians need to do, John, because sure you can take on leverage and make excess return, but we're not doing the basics. So let's sum this right down. Let's take this eye-to-eye-to-street level, because that's what you want me to do. The average Canadian needs to do the following. Focus on income, increasing your income through education and working more, perhaps. Focus on reducing your spending, and then you can all of a sudden save and learn to invest. And if you do that, my, I go back to $5 a day at age 15. If you save $5 a day and you buy the U.S. stock market by age 55, you'll have three quarters of a million dollars, according to historic compounded rate of return. Uh, my friend, we must continue to do this on a go-forward basis. Again, with Wolfgang Klein, you can hear him Saturday mornings, Hi-Fi Radio with Wolfgang Klein, 7 a.m. I've got to ask you, finally, uh, the Hong Kong protests. They've closed the airport there, canceled flights. Thousands have occupied the airport. Uh, I guess this is the way they're stymieing. Uh, things there in that financial hub uh, and getting mainland China's attention. I don't know how this is all going to play out, but in the end, what are the uh, financial implications of this, Wolfgang? Well, yeah, I saw weakness in the market this morning heading into work, and I had a sense it might have been just this story, but in fact, it's not. It's more trade uh, with the U.S. and uh, and China, of course. 
this is disruptive without question. Uh, I'm sure they're going to, um, you know, uh, put some water on this uh, on this fire and, and, and calm it down. Um, it's, it's a very, very interesting story because, again, Hong Kong was a uh, Commonwealth country. Uh, it is now part of China, but it has separate rules, separate law, separate policy. So it's, it's in a bit of a uh, odd spot, and as such, public protest is allowed in Hong Kong, which is which is very, very interesting. How long it continues for anyone's guess? Do we need more political uh, instability, especially in the region? Not necessarily a good thing, but I, I don't think it's a, a pending story that's going to uh, really affect uh, equity markets. Trade with uh, the U.S. And, and, and China, the tariffs that are coming at the American consumer, uh, which will probably uh, you know, permeate its way up here into Canada uh, one way or another, um, uh, that that is, I think, a bigger concern right here, right now. Followed by, of course, John, the the, the interest rate story. The interest rates falling, more money moving into the bond market as interest rates go lower. That is a very, very compelling uh, story. Gold moving higher on that news. Uh, that too uh, is very, very interesting. I find. And Trump finally, he says uh, he's going to impose another three hundred billion dollars in tariffs on Chinese manufactured goods by September one, unless there's a trade deal. Is that going to roll yeah, the market? Yeah, ten percent on three hundred billion dollars of goods, and, and and that's a complete tax to the American consumer. Now, look, the American economy is strong and robust, the strongest in the world, and as such, it has one of the strongest currencies in the world, and it also has one of the highest rates of interest in the world. So the American Central Bank actually has some ammunition to stimulate its economy. But again, we spoke about uh, Danish interest rates and German interest rates that are in negative territory. I'll tell you, John, there's a very interesting paradigm that's taking place here, and it really is generational and and generationally uh, a generational pivot taking place where historically, when you and I were wee lads, the the central economy was all about fighting inflation. We now may be facing a uh, uh, made-in-Japan deflationary negative interest rate environment, which has now worked its way into Europe. The Americans are fearful of negative interest rates. The American economy loves debt. Inflation erodes the value of debt. Deflation increases the value of debt. Again, a very interesting phenomenon. We have never, ever lived through this before. All right. uh, Gird our loins. Uh, That's the warning shot across the bow. (laughs) Wolfgang, a pleasure as always. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks, John. You got it. Wolfgang Klein, the Wolf of Bay Street. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms. <laughs>